As Bnei Israel exited Mitzrayim, they were chased from behind by the Mitzrayim. Even though Paro agreed to let Bnei Israel go, he changed his mind and gathered his entire military to run after them. As the Mitzrayim started getting closer, Bnei Israel cried out to Hashem out of fear and begged for him to save him. Moshe calms everybody down by saying that they don't even have to raise a finger in order to defeat the Mitzrayim, but rather, Hashem will take care of it himself. Hashem tells Moshe that Moshe can carry out this salvation on his own, and instructs him to hold up his staff and split the sea so that Bnei Israel can walk on dry land. This was the most open miracle in the history of the world. Not only was this event awe-inspiring to see, but it was also a very spiritual moment. The Mechilta de Rabbi Ishmael writes, Even the lowliest maidservant by the Yamsuf, the least holy person, saw more than Yishayo and Yechezkel ever saw. The moment was so great that it eclipsed a lifetime of Nevoah from two of the greatest Nevi'im ever. The entire world saw Hashem's power, and they feared the Jewish people. But yet, the Shemos Rabbah writes, When Bnei Israel saw this open miracle, Kevan and when they went, when they went, Ben Israel, walking through the Yamsuf that had a cement-like texture that was up until then wet from the water, and it now had a muddy, almost brick-like texture. Vaya Omer Ruvain Lishimon. Ruvain said Shimon. Bimitzrayim tit uvayam tit. Bimitzrayim mechamor vanim uvayam chamor maim rabim. Havivamru al yam bayamsuf. And Ruvain said to Shimon, which are example names that the Shmos Rabbah is giving. In Mitzrayim, we worked with cement when we were slaves. And this sea is full of cement. And in Mitzrayim, there were bricks that we worked with. And here, it's like a brick-like texture too. The hindsight is baffling. Here they are, in the middle of the greatest moment in Jewish history, and they're fetching about the softness on the ground. As much as we scoff and laugh at these people's mixed-up priorities, we experience similar things every day. We can receive stellar service and accommodations from everyone around us without so much as an acknowledgement, let alone a thank you. Then, one thing goes wrong and we lose it. Ugh! Why is everything bad happening to me? This is so annoying. I'm having such a bad day. The whole world is against me. People will go to five-star restaurants, eat the best meals of their lives, but when asked about it afterwards, they'll harp on the negative, please, cares if their food was good. They took 20 minutes to bring the food out. What are they doing back there? Growing their own potatoes? Not only is a lack of gratitude apparent in extreme cases where people cannot appreciate amazing things, but it is also evident when people complain about day-to-day things. My father's assistant, a wonderful person, has the following poster hanging in his office. Your hard job is the dream of the unemployed. Your annoying child is the dream of the infertile. Your small home is the dream of the homeless. Your little money is the dream of every debtor. Your smile is the dream of the depressed. So always, thank God for whatever your situation. Every day when we say the bracha of Modim and Shemona Esrei, we say, And we are thankful for your miracles that are with us every day. And the wonders and the good during all night, morning, and afternoon. Not only do we thank Hashem for the miracles of grand proportions, but we also thank Him for the everyday miracles that occur around the clock. Parnassah, health, the ability to breathe, move, go to the bathroom, have a family. The list can literally go on forever. 
Because of this, it is incumbent upon us to begin an attitude of gratitude to Hashem for all that He gives us in our everyday life.